0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here your Business Radio X host. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from Pensacola Business Radio in sunny Pensacola, Florida. And I have on the other uh, side of my uh, computer screen here on our Skype uh, call line is uh, Mitch Steven with... uh, Author, real estate uh, guru, uh, if I can use such the term, Mitch, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know he's he, you've got uh, he's out with his third book, which we're going to talk about t- uh, today in the series of uh, my life in a thousand houses. So, uh, Mitch, I'm going to let you just take it away, man. Inter- introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are.
1: All right, this is Mitch, and I'm coming to you from San Antonio, Texas. I specialize in uh, buying houses of so distressed properties, and then selling them with owner financing. So I'm kind of clearing the way for people that might've been predestined to be a renter all their life. Uh, can't get a new loan through institutional, uh, venues. I offer owner financing to people with less than perfect credit, but probably a, a good down payment. So, uh, that's my life changing renters into owners. And then I collect, you know, I collect the payments for the next 15, 20, 25, 30 years. And, um, That's my life. I do about 100 houses a year in my hometown of San Antonio, Texas, and I've been doing it for 20 years, and so I've been drugged through the mud enough to know what I should and shouldn't be doing, hopefully, but uh, right when you think you know everything, Keith, something else comes up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Always. So, uh, Mitch, I want to know, you just decided one day I'm going to get into just buying and selling houses and, and helping people. Find a a dream house or or you know a home to live in. Where where did the inspiration come from for you to? Because man, you dove in. Like you, you don't just wake up tomorrow and start doing this stuff. I mean, you're in there, aren't you? <laughs>
1: um. Well, you know, I didn't start out doing a hundred houses, but uh, um, what happened was uh, I was bartending and at night and uh, trying to get the the next business of the month off the ground. You know, I tried everything in the world. People, some people say, how did you end up in creative real estate investing, and I say it was because I failed at everything else. (laughs) Uh, Because I did. I tried everything. And then I bought a couple of rent houses one time. And in about a year and a half, I decided I was going to sell them uh, because I was tired of dealing with the tenants. And uh, I sold those two rent houses, and I made more money than I made all year at my job. And then the light bulb kind of went off, and I started exploring it and reading about it. Of course, the internet wasn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. So I was mostly reading books like, um, nothing down by Robert Allen or think and grow rich or just a lot of entrepreneurial real estate
0: related books. Sure. And from there, you just, I, I and I can, I, I know the feeling. So I've pr- prior to this job here had been in the restaurant industry for 25 years as an executive chef, but, uh, I have worked my fair share of bartending tips, uh, and, uh, waiter tips and all of that good stuff. So I can imagine the feeling of two large sums of money in one shot in less than you know a couple hours worth of, of work can uh, really change your frame of mind on uh, maybe I should try something different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, the light bulb went off and I started studying about it and then I uh, started meeting some people that were really in the profession uh, all the way with both feet and um, I started just writing with them and paying attention and, you know, we became friends, and so um, you know, I didn't have any money. So the hardest thing to overcome was uh, how do you get started in that business with with no money? And you hear it all the time, people talking about zero money down, or Robert Allen's book, nothing uh, nothing down. And it's real easy for my lips to say that you don't need money to start off in real estate investing, and it's real easy for your ears to hear me say that. <laughs> but it's a very difficult concept to own in your heart and the the crux of it is, Keith, is that it's the deal that brings the money right. For example, if I had a hundred thousand dollar house under contract for fifty thousand dollars and I got thirty days to come up with the money to close this contract to close, then um I may not have a dime, but I have a very very valuable asset in my hand. I have a contract to buy something worth a hundred for fifty thousand dollars. So um, I just your job becomes, uh, walking around and letting people know who wants to have part of this fifty thousand potential profit, mm-hmm. and when they say, "Well, I would like to have part of that fifty thousand profit," you just say, "Well, great. Bring the money to buy the house, right? And I'll split it with you, because as we both know, Keith, fifty percent of something is way better than a hundred percent of nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's always. That's how we start.
0: Yeah." I, uh, I'm pretty good at 1% of something, right. You know, I mean, these days you just, you get it where you can get it. So, well, I have to say, and, and I'm, I'm not a, a, a real estate guy at, at all. To be honest, I've, I've owned two houses in my life and now, um, I rent, but, uh, it seems to me like there's a hundred different ways to skin a cat, but really there's only like three. Is that correct? No, in the real
1: estate, the creative real estate business, there is a hundred ways to skin a cat.
0: (laughs) All right, good. So I've got, I've got, I've got, uh, uh, chances then.
1: Well, there's, 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 that's part of the problem is that you have to pick one strategy and drill down on it and focus on it and stay on it before someone else brings the next strategy. You know, there's a guru coming to town every week with Mm. a different strategy and you, you, we call it the shiny syndrome, uh, the the shiny (laughs) object syndrome. Yeah where they start out with one strategy and then another guy comes to town and then they drop that and they start another one. You got to stay focused on what your plan is and work your plan until it becomes successful.
0: So let's talk. Well, okay. With that, give tell me your strategy, if we can do that without giving away all your secrets. And, and, no,
1: no, and I, I, that's not my, <laughs> I will tell you everything. I know you think you need me to, to coach or mentor you that you'll come to your own conclusion.
0: Right. Okay. Um,
1: so- I, I'm here to help people get going.
0: All right. Well, uh, let, tell, yeah, tell me. So tell me a little bit about your strategy and why you've chosen to just, you've ridden that one all the way uh, to the bank, I guess, for lack of a better term.
1: <laughs> well, in my book, My Life in a Thousand Houses The Art of Owner Financing, I describe the strategy of choice that I picked a long time ago, 20 years ago. I picked the art of owner financing or, or the strategy of buying houses with other people's money mm-hmm. and then owner financing it to the end user, the occupant. Um, because I didn't like being a landlord. Part part of being a landlord was was all those liabilities. Sure. As a landlord, I think that bottom line is a myth. If they tell you, well, it's a great plan to be a landlord because you're gonna be collecting eight hundred dollars a month, but you're only to have to pay out five hundred, so you got three hundred cash flow. That three hundred cash flow is a myth because they have given no weight to all the liabilities
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you have to incur. The water heater, the dishwasher, The stove, the (laughs) roof, the windows, the doors, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. And if any one of those things break, you got to give that money to the air conditioner man or the plumber because apparently it's not your money. You're collecting it for those guys. Mm -hmm. And it only takes one air conditioner, uh, major air conditioner problem, to wipe out $300 a month positive cash flow for a whole year. So I did that for a long time and figured out that it wasn't working for me. And I decided to owner finance my houses. And so what I did was I took a down payment. I made the remaining payment that, that the people moving in the house had to make to me. I made it equal, a little bit higher than the rent, like 50 bucks higher. Uh, and that included the um, principal, the interest, the taxes, the insurance, the escrow servicing fee. And and they could look at their payment and go, wow, I'm right about where I'm at rent, but I own this house now. I don't, I don't uh, rent it. Right. And so the core belief of my business is a person paying a thousand dollars rent would rather pay a thousand dollars to own. Does that make common sense
0: uh, to you? Absolutely. I think uh, the only reason uh, and as a renter now, uh, the only reason that is because I, I travel so much and can't be home for the homeowner stuff. But yes, when I was when I was owning the home and you paid, it felt good because it's like, OK, I'm paying to own this. Right. So you, it it uh, takes your frame of mind to a different place.
1: Sure. And, um, you know, it's not. That's not 100% across the board. There are reasons what, that people rent and don't want to need to buy a house right now. There's lots of reasons, but it's about 83, 85% of the people would rather own if they just knew how they could, or if someone would just give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the banks are not giving them a chance because if they don't, if they're not perfect, or they they had some glitches in their in their history, their recent credit history, then they're out and they they can't buy a house. So in the book, I describe. How my model works, and this is how it works uh, in a nutshell. I buy a house with OPM, other people's money. Okay. I, I buy all my houses with private money. Um, I find a house, and I borrow the money from Mister Smith, who has a retirement plan that's making one percent in CDs right now in a bank, mm-hmm. and he decides he'd rather loan it to me for eight percent interest only for five years, and and get a first lien on the house I'm going to buy with his money. That means he either gets paid his 8% or he gets the house that I bought with his money. Now the question is what am I buying with his money? Well, I'm going to buy a 100 a house that I can own the rents tell me that I can rent that, that I can sell this house for $100,000. And I negotiate that I can buy it for 50. So now I have to borrow 50,000 from Mr. Smith to buy a house that I already know I'm going to sell for 100,000 because I have Years and years of experience, but besides my experience, the rents tell me I back into the rental payment to establish mm-hmm. a price. In in this example, I can sell the house for a hundred thousand. I'm going to take ten thousand down and I'll carry a balance of ninety thousand mm-hmm. for ten and a half percent for for twenty years. And that will make the payment nine hundred bucks. And I know this it's within pennies. Nine hundred bucks. So I'm paying, I'm collecting nine hundred bucks a month, and I collected a ten thousand dollar down payment, and I have to pay back my investor who loaned me fifty thousand, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a little math here real quick. <laughs> I, I hear the calculator clicking. I was pretty impressed you got that far, Mitch. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. So I owe him uh, four thousand a year, which is um. Uh, three hundred and thirty-five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So $335 a month. So when I collect the $900, I have to send $335 to the guy who loaned me the money to buy the house. Mm -hmm. And so I get to keep $565. Do you see where I got paid Mm
0: $10,000
1: to create $565 a month coming in every month for the next 20 years? And I am not a landlord. So if that check comes in and it cashes, that's my money and I never have to give it to anyone because if the air conditioner breaks in this house, where the hot water heater breaks, it's not my house. I sold it to these people on payments. It's their house. So that's the magic and why I pick the strategy I do is because I get I get cash up front that I can live on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I build my cash flow. Every time I do a deal, my cash flow gets higher and higher and higher and higher. At 565 a month, if you had 100 houses, that'd be $56,000-some-odd per month income.
0: Okay, so I got to ask you, why are you giving all your good secrets to the world?
1: Well, number one is, I don't teach my concepts in San Antonio.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Smart move.
1: <laughs> I'll teach them anywhere else in the nation. Uh huh. And and uh, there's a lot of reasons why I don't teach in San Antonio. Some of the ponds I fish in are rather shallow, and when I say that I sure. fish in to find houses. Right now, the real estate market is is booming. Yeah. It's a very hot market. It's been as difficult as it's ever been to find bargain deals. That being said, in 2015, I found just under 100 houses. And this year, I'll buy uh, just over 80 houses, um, even in the toughest market I've I've seen in in 20 years. But it can be done. But some of the ponds that I fish in are shallow. So I wouldn't want to invite everyone to fish in a very shallow pond where where there's enough fish for a couple of people. You know
0: what sure, I mean? Sure. What do you, um, what, what do you think are some of the other, um, uh, skill sets here to do something like this? Because he, this is not for everybody who, you know, because there are a lot of real estate agents, which, but I know not every real estate agent maybe is geared towards this way of, of doing the business. What, what do you think is some of the characteristics that set you apart and, and why you can succeed so well at this?
1: well, Man, this, that's a big question, really big question. One <laughs> is, real estate agents, for the most part, don't don't get it. You actually have to work around them most of the time, or 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 indulge them. I'm not saying across the board, but 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 most of the time, they're taught to to sell houses for other people to show houses. They're basically, you know, let me show you what we have to offer today, and they just show it. But I have there's many more facets to my business. I have to raise the private money. I have to find the deal. And then I have to find the buyer, and then I have to structure the owner finance deal. So I think it's persistence and, and continual education. And you know, if you don't learn this stuff on your on your own. I mean, you could, but the price of education without a mentor is way more than expensive, way more expensive than the price with a mentor. I mean, I like to tell people I graduated from La Calle U. Okay. Half the people don't know the difference, but La Calle means the street in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at the big gathering or the, the convention and everyone's talking about what college they graduate from, I just say I graduate from La Calle U and only like one or two guys in the audience will look at me and <laughs> wink They go, I know what that means. You yeah, didn't, right. didn't go to college. Um, and so the, the learning by your mistakes can almost cost me a career mm-hmm. because I almost quit. Because I made some pretty good mistakes and I looked like a, I didn't look too good in the eyes of my wife or my family members or whatever. And they already had their doubts if I was going to be able to do this or not. And immediately I went and got a a mentor and started following his direction. And uh, life started to change and I started to have a lot more confidence and be able to move quicker because. I had a different set of eyes on my deal that had been there before. And if he said it was going to work, then I would trust him because he'd done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deals. And uh, there was no reason to doubt him. So I'd say uh, probably one of the most important things is to get a mentor.
0: Yeah, that uh, and and, uh, some determination, right? And Somebody to help you keep that belief going when when you're not so uh, light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Yeah, um, it, it helps to have a, a cheerleader at the table every now and <laughs> yeah. then. When, you start to get to, when, when you're behind, you know, in the third quarter, and wondering if how you're going to pull this out. You yeah.
0: Know? So, um, okay. So now, are are you mentoring um, other people, and is is that what these books are designed to do? I mean, it, can I grab these three books and really kind of get rolling here?
1: Well, the first book is autobiographical, and it tells the story of an unlikely. Uh, an unlikely entrepreneur. I mean, that's not right. It's uh, just a guy coming against the odds. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have a college degree. Uh, I wasn't from a rich family. No one in my family uh, was an entrepreneur or had their own business. So I was kind of out there on my own. No one was talking to me about starting a business. I just mm-hmm. had it in me. I was had some kind of entrepreneurial DNA pop up, and <laughs> and I was going for it. And um, so I. I had a tragic event. I never planned to write a book. I never planned to write a book. It was never on my list of things to do. It wasn't in my bucket list. Uh, My English teacher certainly would have told you I would never write a book in the history (laughs) of the world, that I was the least likely person to write a
0: book. I had one of those English teachers, too, man. (laughs) Aren't they crazy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to find her right now. (laughs) Anyways, so I had a tragic event happen in my life, and um, I sat down to catalog my life, uh, not by conscious decision but it's kind of a natural reaction Sure. Uh, like Forrest Gump ran
0: Uh uh,
1: from coast to coast to coast for whatever reasons I sat down to start writing and I guess to figure out why I'm here and how this happened and how am I going to go from here and it turned out to be that book then the response to the book was so great that and the the biggest question was how do you consistently find so many uh, great deals and so I, that, that question got asked so many times, and the response to the book was so large that I I started to want to write a book at that point. I wasn't I wasn't doing it for that the re, the first reason. but I started yeah. to want to answer the question. So I wrote 200 plus ways to find bargain properties. A lot drier than the first book because it's a how-to book. But now we're getting to the point where I, I can teach you how to do something. Sure. In the book, it was a lot of peripheral. But it was no in-depth details on how I do it. But but it was how I went from buying my first house to buying 150 houses a year to figuring out that I had bought over 1,000 houses in my career. And I never – I wasn't counting um, when I bought houses. I never counted them, but I had to go to my, my mini storage one day to get a file. And I opened – and I'd never been there before. <laughs> Usually my people put stuff in there. And I opened up the door and I just looked at this massive amount of folders and I said, I went back to the office. I said, "Someone go back and count those. How many houses have we done?" And they said, "I don't know." I said, "Someone go down there and count those files." And that's how I came up with the name of the book.
0: Man, that's fantastic. So, okay, so 150 well, even 100 houses a year—that's like one every three days, man. That's crazy. It's worse than that
1: (laughs) because that's just the buying side. I bought 150 and then I sold them in nine in. In uh, I don't know the early mid 2000s, I had um, bought 150 houses exactly, and had sold 100 of them, uh, just a hair under, like 97, but let's call it 100. So I did the math: is 1.7 closings of working day, either coming in or going out? So um, we were very busy. I learned a lot during that process. What I really learned was you don't need to do 150 houses; you need to do about 80 to 100 and do them well. You know? Yeah. Uh,
0: So what is it?
1: It's not quantity. It's quality. It's
0: quality, man. That's I referenced that movie just the other day. Um, So do you do things like, um, you know, normal people like sleep, eat, have time for a life and all that? I mean, this is a lot of work, isn't it?
1: Well, this is one of seven companies I own. But through the through, you know, the teacher will appear when the student's ready. Nice. And I had been trying to. Um, systematize my business so that I wasn't killing myself because in the early days I was I was buying every house myself and I was showing as many buyers the houses as I could and I'd get some help and I was really working 16-18 hours a day but it wasn't like drudgery because one I was finally saw a path that I could become uh, wealthy if I wanted to and two I just had a passion for it and when you work in your passion you do, it doesn't feel like work. Right. And so in all my friends were in that business and all the meetings and the gatherings were around that business and with those people in that business. And it never seemed like work, but, um, but then I, I tried and failed several times to systematize it so that I didn't have to work so hard. And I'd kind of given up on the fact that I would be a CEO type that could work on a business from the top down. Mm-hmm. But as I matured as a person and as a businessman, and as I talked to more people and then actually paid to be in a, a, a brain a brain mastermind, a mastermind mm-hmm. group, I paid $25,000 to spend a year with people that were bigger than me. Uh, and we met four times a year, once a quarter. Mm-hmm. And they taught me how to set my systems up. And so last year when I bought that 100 in houses or just under 100 houses, I didn't see one of those houses. And when I sold those 100 houses, I didn't see any of the buyers. So I've got a business um that runs pretty much like a train down the tracks and I have a conductor that runs the train and I have some people that work in the train and I just get to be the owner of the railroad company. Nice.
0: Very well done Mitch. Well, listen, congratulations on your success. Um this is a, a I always love stories of the underdog and the the sort of rags to riches for lack of a better term, but to uh to hear people become experts in what they do and really find that niche capability or skill that they've had for me, it's always been fun. And uh, being Pensacola Business Radio and Business Radio X, we hear a lot of the entrepreneurs and the small businesses and even the big businesses. But you, you you hear that leadership and all of these different ways that people can do business. And I have to say, it's probably one of the most, if not the most, interesting subjects I think in the world because. So many things play into it, and there's so many different aspects of it, but people come up with some really cool ideas. (laughs) And yeah,
1: I I love watching like Shark Tank and those, you know, every time they're talking, I'm, you know, I'm getting something from what they're telling me. You know, I want to invent something so bad it's killing me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, well, I'll tell you what, Mitch, we're getting to the end of our time here, but let's, if anybody wants to get in touch with you or, um, uh, uh, find you out there, where should they go look?
1: Go to 1000houses.com. That's 1000houses.com, and click on the the tab that says free stuff. I've got more free stuff. I got the first hundred pages of my book. I've got um, PowerPoints that'll show you exactly what I'm doing. I, I give a lot of meat and a lot of content away at my site because I am a, of a mind of abundance, and I don't. I'm not worried about someone taking my ideas. I, I, I'm looking for someone who likes the ideas and thinks that I might be the person to help coach them that's what I'm looking for and I'll give you as much as I can
0: fantastic and then we are going to uh, we're going help you sell your books here Mitch we're going to co-promote uh, on our sites and through our uh, airwaves or I should say streaming audio um, which so if any of these books you can find at a thousandhouses.com slash Pensacola or a thousandhouses.com slash three books. And so we'll repost that when we share it across, uh, out across all of our uh, our outlets. And Mitch, I want to thank you for taking the time to hang out with us this morning.
1: Hey thank you. It's my pleasure, man. And and uh, I, you have a great audience out there, and I, I hope that we were an interesting topic talk- topic for them. Uh,
0: absolutely, absolutely. And I, I th- I'm pretty sure we'll probably be talking again pretty soon. So um, I'll tell you what, though, hang tight, though, and let us, let me get us out of here, okay? All right, all right, guys. You've been listening to Pensacola Business Radio. You can find us at B R X on Twitter. You can find it. Us- Find us at Pensacola PBRX on Facebook or you can find us at Pensacola.BusinessRadioX.com and this has been Pensacola Business Radio where business is good and your work matters.